So hello, hello. Um, this is Christina, and we are back finally after what, like a month of of no new podcast, something like that. But we had um, some technical difficulties and some problems, you know, coming up with the topic, and just it just wasn't working out. But we're back, and um, we. We are actually back with, this is going to be the first time that we've done this type of episode of the podcast where we're going to be talking about a book. Um, and it's actually, it's actually not even a new book. I'm seeing that this was, it was published in 2009, but another difference is that we also have our first guest on the show and we're going to let her introduce herself, but I just realized that I forgot to let my co-host introduce herself and we didn't do the intro so let me back up a little bit <laughs> you ain't real. <laughs> i'm alexandra and this is girl have you read? <laughs> but um yes we have um we have a guest with us for the first time today and so we are going to give her the floor to introduce herself and also you can tell the people about your website and everything if you'd like to oh okay well, hey, you guys, I'm Portia. Um, some of you may know me from the group on Facebook. I'm a photographer and a blogger. Um, my blogger, my blog's name is Portia Put You On. And it kind of covers, like, a lot of different things, book reviews, movie reviews, new music, so stuff like that, fun stuff. And Portia is actually the person who put this book on our radar, I want to say it was a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> when she mentioned it, I was like, oh, you know, like the name, she mentioned the name and stuff and was saying that she was rereading it. Now, oh, it must be good then. So I go back, I go and I read the synopsis on Amazon and I'm going to read it to you guys. Um, the name of the book is Fly on the Wall, and it's by an author named Trista Russell. It was published in 2009, and the um, the synopsis for the book reads as follows. Well, hold on. I just clicked something, and something went wrong. Okay, here we go. You would have to be a fly on the wall to learn of the secret love affair between Paige, a divorced English teacher, and Theo, a high school student and star basketball player. And right there, I was like, what? (laughs) I was like, no. Okay. And then we continue. You will be a fly on the sizzling hot walls when this flirtatious and lustful duo takes risk during detentions, school dances, and games. And I was further, like, what? I didn't know. Like, I didn't know how to feel. Like, I was like, is it, like, is it legal for me to be reading this right now? Like, is it right? about to happen and then we continue however once in her bedroom he teaches lessons and she becomes the willing and ready to learn student what happens (laughs) (laughs) even it what happens when her ex-husband who happens to be his coach walks in on them and by this point my head is tilted all the way to the side like um yeah I'm going to let that stay where it is. <laughs> and I told Portia, like, oh, wow, you know, that sounds really interesting. And then, I, you know, some time went on. I was like, I'm not reading that. <laughs> and some time went on. And um, I saw that some other people, you know, in the group had picked it up and were talking about it like, man, this book was really, really good. And so I was just looking like, okay, I'm going to get the sample. <laughs> You know, so I download the sample. I've had the sample. I've had I had the sample for like a week or two, and I would not open it. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I wouldn't have you read no crazy stuff. Well, oh, you had us reading some crazy. Oh, stuff. <laughs> crazy! <laughs> we talking about crazy? Uh, <laughs> this book is nuts, and we're we're, we're going to talk about it. And I'm I want to um. Warn ahead of time that we that this conversation is going to have spoilers, and so if you plan on picking the book up, which I think that I can speak for myself and Alexandra and absolutely Portia with girl, you need to read this. Like, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, you need to read this book. Like this book, it was really. I I have a few small complaints, um, and and they're really 
when I say small complaints, I mean tiny complaints compared to the great things that I could say about this book. And they're really more pet peeves than anything. But just just in case, if you don't want, you know, to hear spoilers, you may want to tune out and come back to this episode <laughs> after you read it. But we can say that we are absolutely highly recommending this book. And as a matter of fact, I will um I'll give away um two copies. We'll say we'll give away two copies, um two Kindle edition copies and we'll we'll figure out <laughs> we'll figure out the logistics of that a little bit later. But um I'll actually gift a copy of the book to two listeners because I, I need I need some more people to read this <laughs> so that so that they can be up all night and as traumatized and scandalized and <laughs> <laughs> I can't be we can't me and Alexandra Portia already did it me and Alexandra can't be in this by ourselves and so I want to <laughs> exactly more of you to read this book um but the way that we're going to go through it is on on the Grow Heavy Red site um the breakdown for reviews is we cover um character development story flow plot the chemistry between the characters and the sex scenes. And I mean, for, for me, it gets at least a strong four and a half on all categories. Missed out. Huh? You almost missed out. <laughs> right. I, I almost missed out. And I, I, tw- I actually tweeted, um, I tweeted Portia, what was that? Sunday? I think it was Sunday night. I was like, I'm just, I can't remember exactly what I said, but it was something on the lines. I'm sitting here looking at this sample like I'm, I can't do it. And she was like, just read the first page. Just read the first page. And then um, Alexandra came in and she's like, I'm about to get it. And she went ahead and got it. And she read the first page and she <laughs> inboxed me like, bitch, open this book. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I think I, I, I might have read the first page like three times because I was like, like, I was like, oh my god, like this is really happening. Like I'm really about to commit myself to this book because the first page is off the chain, right? And I open it and I read, I read like the first four lines, not even the whole first page, but like the first four lines, and I'm like, oh, so this is what we're doing. <laughs> this, this, this is how we're starting. Okay. But, um, uh, Portia, how, how did you, first of all, when did you first read it? Like, was it, did you read it when it first came out or did you kind of find it a little bit later too? You know what? I'm, yeah. When it first came out. So back in 2009, I think I was like in college and this is before eBooks was even out like that. So I had yeah. like a version and then I went and rebought it recently, like maybe a year or two ago, because I lost it. So yeah, I've had it for a while. Okay, and I'm. It's like we come. It's like we come across authors. Like I'd never heard of Trista Russell before. Oh, yeah. I've had never heard of her before. And now, like I'm ready. I'm not punishing myself. I'm. <laughs> I'm telling myself that I can't pick up that I can't buy another one until I reach another certain milestone on the book that I'm working on. So that will be my reward. Like I cannot get caught up in another book until, you know, until I've completed my work or whatever. But I really love running across, you know, these new authors who make you want to go and buy and read everything that they've read. So that was really, really awesome. Um, cannot say enough, uh, enough good things about this book. I'm actually going to try to see if she's on Twitter or anything so that we can maybe tag her, um, tag Miss Trista Russell um, in because I'm sure, you know, she released this book six years ago at this point. And so, you know, I, I can only speak for myself, but if I, as an author, like I get excited when I see people reading stuff that I put out two years ago and being really excited about it. So right. I want to tag her and let her know, girl, this book is good. Six years <laughs> ago. And that was the only, and that was the other thing. I read some books that were written, you know, four, five, six, ten years ago, and they read like they were written that long ago. Mm-hmm. And this yeah. book is like, maybe because it is only, quote-unquote, only six years, 
And, you know, there was obviously an absence of, you know, social media, different things like that. But I didn't find myself missing it and it didn't feel it didn't feel strange, you know, for like, you know, when you read some, you know, some other books, it's like sometimes the slang that they use is a little too, you know, is a little too 90s oh, yeah. or early 2000s. Yeah. But I didn't feel that when I was reading this, like this felt like a book that, you know, outside of the absence of social media felt like it could have been written, you know, today. last year or yeah, today. So that was really, um, so that was really awesome. But at this point, I think we should maybe, I don't know, go ahead and get into the meat of the book. And we're going to let Portia go first with, I don't, I don't think that we need to necessarily give a ranking because we, we all love the book and I think that we would all pretty much all give it five stars. So mm-hmm. I don't know that we need to go over necessarily the ranking, but how did you feel about this plot? I think when I first read it, I kind of felt like you did. I was like, oh, I'm not reading this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, this ain't something I want to read. But of course, I think I had written, like, well, I had read something of hers before. So, you know, I kind of gave it a chance. But the plot, very well thought out. It was the best way that you could do it. I'm glad that he was 18, because if he wasn't, I wouldn't have oh, liked it. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. That and made it like a point to say that. Um, Yeah, I would say the plot, the plot was like, a one for me. The way that Theo was like, he was really mature, and I really like that. It wasn't a rush to get them together, and mm-hmm. I like that the way he kind of seduced her, but it wasn't in a really kind of gross teenage way. It was just kind of something that naturally developed. So I was really appreciative of that. Um, I agree. Yeah. So that was what like- about you, Alex? <laughs> uh, the plot it was so thick. Like, <laughs> like it was, it was so much going on all the time but it kept like that, that kept me invested because he's like okay you kind of know what's gonna happen because she starts off with that big scene between the two but the build-up is just like oh my gosh like wait he's talking to high school girls how is he gonna fall in love with Paige or how like how is stuff gonna happen and the way I, I just love the way that it, that she played it out it was perfect for me I I, I agree like I mean, like, I think like all of us, all three of us, you know, it was kind of a, uh-uh, this, uh-uh, <laughs> just internal, uh-uh, go read something else, you know, but I'm I'm glad that I picked it up because, you know, like you guys said, it was a really well thought out plot. It did not, about halfway through the book, I started wondering, okay, this, there's no possible way that, that this is going to honestly work you know like they're they're like she's gonna have to go straight up corny you know in the ending for it to work but she did it it's it 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 ends on a sweet note but everything but they're right there's a struggle to get there like it 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 doesn't it's not like some cupcake you you know fantasy type of ending it's like there were so many points where I was like, Paige, what you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So many different times where they could have been, you know, more. I I just found so many times I found myself thinking, you guys, just be a little more low key with it. Like, please be more low key with it. Y'all will get away with this if y'all like just make it to graduation. <laughs> right. And it, it and, and that was the thing is like once they were already, you know, involved with each other, I understood, you know, why they were like, well, no, we we can't just stop it now. We have feelings for each other. We can't just, you know, see each other every day and not be together is I understood that but it's like dog y'all going away together you're kissing him in public like are you serious and then I I don't know I don't know but but again you know I and but I understood why because if they kept it under wraps and they successfully you know really easily kept it under wraps there wouldn't be a story you know right And right and so it made sense but um but even but little stuff, it was like uh, when when Theo was like pulling up in the driveway or something. I was like, just have him pull in the garage, like right. It's like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> but um, but my 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 one thing this and this was one of the pet peeves is maybe because eight eighteen years old was ten years ago for me, and so 
and which, which is not that, which is a long time, but it's not that long. And so for me, it's like, I'm thinking about the 18 year old boys I knew. And I'm thinking about when I was, when I was taking classes last year and I was around these college boys and it's like, ew, like, yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine. I can't imagine, and I told this to um to Alex yesterday. I can't imagine an eighteen year old boy having enough game or having enough swag to make me risk it all. Like I, what's <laughs> this nine? Mm, he looked like a grown man. Well, yeah, and, and and but you know what? That brings me to another one of my pet peeves. She like the author. She gave these exact numbers for them, mm-hmm. but the exact numbers that she gave don't fit the way she described them because I've dated a guy who was six foot nine and he was on the basketball team. And if he had only weighed them little 220, 230 pounds that she was talking about, he would have been skin and bones. Like, well, not skin and bones, but you know how you're, you know, you watch sports on TV and you see that one guy that's running around and look like if he get hit too hard, he going to snap like a toothpick. (laughs) That's what he would have looked like at six foot nine and at the weight that she gave, you know? And so it's like, you didn't have to give us though. And I, I got hung up on that because that's like a little pet peeve for me. See now, I'm not changing my view. He look good. In my- <laughs> well, yeah, he looks he looks good. Like, no, don't get me wrong. The way that she physically described him, I was all in <laughs> for Mr. Theo, especially when she was like, imagine if um, Morris Chestnut and Tay Diggs had a finer baby brother, and I was like, oh, say oh, what? Right. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Say what? I understand now, Paige. <laughs> I was like, I get it. But I just wish she hadn't gave those exact numbers because when she gave um Treese's numbers, she gave five foot eight and like 130 pounds. But then she talked about her being thick. And 130 pounds is like underweight if you're five foot eight. Like that one. I was <laughs> well, maybe she just got body. Like she slim thick. Yeah, yeah. You can't be slim true. thick at that size. Though. <laughs> I was gonna make that one up because I did catch that one. Yeah, like, and 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 that's that's a tiny thing. And I'm saying, like, if if those are the complaints that I have, you can see how much I had to have enjoyed this book. If these little nitpicky things, you know, are the complaints that I have, but I just really wish that she had gave the descriptions, and she could have left out, you know, this specific exact, you know, those specific exact numbers could have been left out and it would have been perfectly fine. Like I understood it without those numbers and given those numbers threw me off like wait a minute and I'm ready to go look it up online ready to go hey what does somebody look like if they <laughs> if they're this a yeah. right like it's like no that doesn't that doesn't work but you know uh, like her actual character descriptions I felt like she was really really vivid with her character descriptions and I love that like I felt like I could like really clearly see you know I, I felt like I could clearly see the characters. I had a clear picture of them. Even um, Doran with his. Oh my god! <laughs> his oh my god! <laughs> oh, like he, he and it annoyed me. It's like I knew it. I already knew that that was going to be what it was, but it annoyed me that he. I didn't like how he reacted to her reaction to finding that out. It's like, dude, calm down. Like, you, like, you're in the room with her, you know, going down on her. And in walks another guy calling you baby. I mean, it could have been a girl calling you baby. And I'm going to be ready to fight. Like, like, you're going to bring me into some situation where I might be about to get my ass kicked because, <laughs> you know, like, why did you bring me here? You could have taken right. me home. We could have done this at my house where wasn't nobody walking in. Well, I can't say wasn't nobody walking in because Coach. Craig, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Coach, like, I, oh. I'm so torn on Coach because he was trash. He Coach was, was trash. But he read really well. He read really right. well. Right. Like, Coach is my head. He was sexy. And what what is she gave him, what, Will Smith and what what was her blend for him? I mean, Will Smith was all it took, but... <laughs> There was another guy that she gave. I can't remember what it was, but in any case, you know, 
Coach was sexy. You have to ignore the fact that he cheated on her. Right, that he cheated on her with everybody and that he gave her STDs and that that scene I'm trying not to, you know, to, to spoil too too much, even though, you know, we did give the disclaimer, but that scene between him and Theo I don't really mind so much the stuff he said to Theo, but the stuff that he said to Paige, it was like, I'm about to go get a baseball bat. Like, <laughs> me and you are about to have a problem. Like, I, I'm, and I'm, I'm trying not, I don't want to give specifics of it, but he got real disrespectful, you know, about so, the mouse. So how did you feel about, like, so the scene with him and Theo and Paige, like, how did you feel about, her or or Theo being like I'm the man of this house now. Like I thought Theo needed to see his ass down somewhere. <laughs> So, you haven't even paid the house bills. Sit down. No. Right. Like, there, there were several points where Theo is like, you, his age really came through. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. He, like, when they were in front of those reporters and, like. He doesn't think. He doesn't. Right. He doesn't realize things do have repercussions. You're young and you just want to do whatever you want to do. Right, and he feels like, oh, I'm 18, so I'm a man. Like, you're not, quote-unquote, really grown to me until you're at least 25. So, like, (laughs) dang, Christina, like, I'm not grown. No, I mean, like, for real, for real, (laughs) like, for real, for real, grown, grown, you know? (laughs) You get 25 and things just go get real. Right, it's like there's a, it's like you've been been on your own for a while. I'm sorry, Allie. (laughs) <laughs> I forget sometimes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't let dog me out. I stand by what I said, though. <laughs> I said that, and that is no disrespect to you, but I stand by. I stand by what I said. You know, like once you hit 25, it's like you've been on your own for a while. You know, you've been. You know, you've been paying bills. You. You know, you've had to to make some stuff work, you know, on your own without that, you know, with kind of without mostly usually if you're black, probably without the help of your parents, <laughs> you had to, you know, you had to make some stuff happen. But Theo, like there were these points where that 18 this <laughs> I know that's not a word, but that 18 this like really, really shown through really, really hard. Um, <clears throat> I was going to ask next, um, as far as chemistry, you know, between the characters, and we'll let Portia answer first again. How did you feel about the chemistry between the characters? And not not just Paige and Theo, but, you know, through the, the different character relationships throughout the book and the way that, you know, the ease of the way that everybody interacted with each other. I think that was my favorite part, especially, you know, with Theo and his little girlfriends, because that's how young girls act. They're very outrageous. You can't really control them, especially when they're going after someone like him. What I was surprised mm-hmm. about was how well Paige and him was able to connect, considering the age difference and how smooth it happened. So I would think right. that was my um, biggest surprise with everything. I loved her friendship with Tony. I love Tony and the kids. The kids are cute. Yeah. Um, everything, I think... Even her relationship with Coach. I mean, like, it was You crazy. know, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> no, I was going to say, you know, I and that, I think that was part of one of the reasons why I was torn on Coach. Because when you saw, it's like you heard what, you know, we, we got the information about what their relationship was like and what they'd done. But, you know, when he came to pick her up, you know, like he, right. they, you could tell that they, that somewhere in there, there was still a friendship there and right. I really appreciated that you know I just wish that he hadn't gone full asshole at the end and then the information that we found out we'll, we'll I'll leave I'll leave that you know so we don't spoil everything but y'all know what I'm talking about the information that we found out kind of near the end um like that that ended my love affair with coach <laughs> what about you Alex how did you feel about you know about character chemistry I thought it was great. I think not even just between Paige and Theo, but like even in the beginning between Paige and Doran, like you're set up to mm-hmm. think like that something is really about to happen between them. And you're like, oh, she feeling herself. She got a new body. Like he workout bay. Like 
you you think something about so you she sets you up really well with like through her character chemistry. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. I loved, you know, like like you were saying, the you know, the relationship between her and Dorian, the relationship with and even though we didn't really hear from her mom a lot, the relationship between her and her mom, you know, yes. with with Tony and then like you were saying, wait, did I say Portia at first? I mean, Alex. Like you were saying, Portia, <laughs> the um, how Theo interacted with with his friends. I think that she did a really great job of capturing that. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, of capturing that youthful voice, and I really appreciated that because, like, especially Trees. <laughs> like, oh my god, that little <laughs> girl was was nuts, and I was so but I was, was so high school. She was, she was so, so high, school. high school. She was oh my she she really really painted that character well. I was about to say something else that would be a spoiler, but I'm I'm gonna leave that. But um, <clears throat> but yeah, we she did a really really great job with that. Um, what about what about love scenes? What about sex scenes? Go oh. first, Portia. <laughs> oh, there are so many. I mean, so <laughs> many. <laughs> she gets an A plus plus plus. For that. What about you, uh, Alex? Well, like, at first, like, <laughs> I, I was start, I was start reading, and I'm like, oh my god, like, you, you, you almost forget that this is like an 18 year old and a 32 year old. And she's like, oh, like, this is really like passionate. And you're like, oh my god, like, I just read a scene between an 18 year old and a 32 year old. What's wrong with me? Like, why did I like that so much? Right. And this, this one is like, how did he learn? Like how much sex would he, yes. was he having with teenagers, you know, right. for him he was to know. Very and there was one point where she says, where and it's it's from his point of view where he's talking about how Paige, you know, she be, you know, she be doing her thing and she be talking smack, you know, yeah, you like this, blah 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 blah. And then he was like, but then I would take over and show her who was the real boss. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Okay, see, he a door, like whoa, right? It's like, and it's it's like you find yourself attracted to to Theo, and it's like he's eighteen, like <laughs> it's like okay, I'm I'm twenty eight, I'm not that much older than eighteen, but he's eighteen, like <laughs> ew, like the eighteen year old people that I interact with, like I feel I feel parental towards them like I don't like I don't know and that 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 comes back around to what I said the title of this episode was going to be like Paige what you doing because I, I I found myself really frustrated with Paige I was frustrated with Paige a lot you know throughout the book I still liked her overall but I was really frustrated with the way that she didn't she didn't nip it in the bud when she should have in order for it to not get to that point. But obviously, again, we wouldn't have had a story if she had. But it's like, you know, you knew that you were attracted to him. You know what I mean? Like, right, from that first detention. Right, those first detentions, you know, you should have left them alone. You know, dan- dancing with him, you know, under the bleachers at the dance, like, Come on, Paige. What are you? you know what I really, doing? really love though was like their little vocabulary word exchange. Like, that was that was oh nice. My God. The, the rose that he left on the desk. That yes. was that was really, really nice. That 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 was nice. So Theo had swag. Theo definitely had swag. And so I will, you know, I can admit that, and I can, I guess, give Paige a pass because. <laughs> You know, she's single, you know, she's got this new body, you know, and she she has this new body that she's honestly still a little insecure about, mm-hmm. even though she, you know, she has it. But, like, there were times, like, when she, you know, she didn't really want to undress in front of him that first time and blah, 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 blah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I think that... Later on, she's accused of being desperate, and I see a little bit of that, like a tiny bit of that, because I don't think that Paige, I don't, I don't think that desperation fueled Paige and Theo's relationship. Like, I don't think that that was the fuel behind it. I think that she, I mean, he, he, she I was think for a good guy, right? 
Right, and I think that I think that their relationship. I think that you mentioned this, Portia, that it happened very naturally. It didn't happen. It wasn't rushed. You know, it was it was a very organic. Um, it was a very organic flow, and I think that she kind of got swept up in it before she really realized what was happening. So yeah. I don't think that I don't I don't know that I would say that you know oh she's desperate. Some people do anything for a man. I wouldn't I wouldn't put Paige in that category. I do still think she was crazy for doing. That. <laughs> It. I'm not losing my job, but <laughs> right, it's like you gonna risk it all, Paige. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> risk it, you might as well risk it with the number one draft pick. Because if it were hey, that's true, <laughs> this, this is true. This is true. Um, I'm trying to think of what we what we didn't cover. Um, we did we did plot. We did story. We didn't do story flow. We did plot. We did character chemistry, and we did sex scenes. Um, I think the story flow. You know, the the flow of the story. There was a nice ebb and flow. Um, there were some points where I found myself skipping pages, and I and I'll I'll, I'll admit to that. <laughs> Christina will skip pages. Um, there were a couple of points where I found myself skipping pages where it felt like. Not that the information was repetitive, but it was just kind of like, oh, I don't care about that. Let me skip these next pages <laughs> until we get to the next thing. But to be fair, I do that with most books. And so that's not like that's not a critique on the book. You know, that's just that's just my own personal sensibilities. Like I'll get, you know, I'll get impatient. Like, OK, we're doing a little too much talking. You know, we're doing a little too much back and forth about like between between Theo and his friend, I don't really care about that. Like, yeah. <laughs> when 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 are Theo and Paige gonna be back on <laughs> you know back on the screen? And so I found myself doing some skipping in those spots. But for the most part, I thought the story had like a really good um a really good ebb and flow. There was mostly mostly flow, <laughs> not a lot of ebb because there was a lot going on in this book and not just with um not just with Paige and Theo, we also got um quite a bit on her friend Tony which oh, do we want to talk about that or do we want to uh, leave that to no, not give the spoiler? Leave it, leave it because okay. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you do get some um you do get some background on um on her friend Tony which which honestly it had nothing to do with Paige. It could have been left out, but I'm so glad she didn't because right. that shit was that shit was nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but let me stop because I'm gonna I'm gonna want to start talking about it after we after we get off record. We'll we'll talk about that later. <laughs> right. <laughs> but um, how did you guys feel about um about story flow? Yeah, I loved it. Like it never stopped. So if it wasn't Theo and Paige, it was Theo and Trees. Three, Theo and what was the other girl's name? Was it Angela? Uh, Angela, yep. yeah. Angie, yeah. It was Paige and Doran, Paige and Tony, Paige and Coach. Uh, right. Paige and the whole school. <laughs> it was always something. So I never got bored. I mean, like you said, I really didn't too much care about Will and his computer. I didn't need to know anything about that. Right. And so there were just like a couple of little spots that and I'm I'm not suggesting, you know, that you know, that anyone skip pages. That's just my own personal thing. But um but yeah, like there there was always always something happening. <laughs> what about you, Alex? Yeah, I have to agree with Portia. There was just you got so much that you never like you just had to keep reading because you're like, oh my god, like this happened with them. Wait, this is happening with these two. Wait, this is happening with these two. So it just like added on to each other, kept building, kept building, kept building, and you know, like eventually you're gonna get to this scene that started off the book, but it's like, oh my god, like they're they're almost there, they're almost there. So you 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 felt it, like you really felt the need to keep going because of the the way that she structured the story. Right, and I like that too. Like at first, um, the chapters are called situations instead of being called chapters, and it threw me off for a second at first because we there's like a jump, and then it goes backwards, and then we pick back up when we get to that scene that's in the beginning of the book, mm-hmm. and then you know, and then it goes from there. And at first, it threw me off. Like, wait a minute, is there something wrong with my formatting? Like that was <laughs> that was my first thought. I thought I had gotten mixed up. So just be mindful of that. If you get the ebook version, there's nothing wrong with your formatting. It's that's how it's supposed to be. And it and it flows it flows nicely. Like don't like yeah. That's how it's supposed to be. Um how do we feel about the presence of the fly? The title fly. Um <laughs> the fly that, that that gets the title of the book. 
We'll go with you first. Uh, um, Portia, sorry. <laughs> I thought he or she was funny. I liked it. I mean, it wasn't there enough where it annoyed me like a real housewife would. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> what about you, Alex? Yeah, I thought I thought she was funny too, and like she just had like a couple of one one liners. I was like, what? Like the fly is kind of turned. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> but, but yeah, I liked it, and I it kind of surprised me. Like that's where the whole concept of the story was like surrounded around, like the fly watching all this happening. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Right. I thought it was I thought it was really, really creative. And I thought I, I liked it. And I thought like you guys, I thought that the fly was funny. Um, it threw me off a little bit to hear from the fly. But then the chapters are narrated from Theo and Paige's perspectives. But they didn't take anything away from the story. It just kind of and I and I was glad that it was first person because I prefer I, that's just my preference. I like to read first person rather than third person. Um, but um <clears throat> I thought it was cute and I thought it was um I thought it was really unique. I've never read, you know, I I'd never read anything like that before. And that's something that I can say for the not just not just the the presence of the fly as kind of our you know, as kind of our guide <laughs> a couple of times throughout the book. Um just the the plot itself. Like I'd never read anything, you know, like this before. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it was it felt really fresh and it felt really unique and I really, really enjoyed that aspect of it too. Um, what did, what haven't we talked about? We talked about story flow. We talked about chemistry. We talk, we didn't talk about character development, character development. Like do we, did we feel like we got a full picture of mostly of our main characters, but also, you know, how, how were the other characters, in the book delivered like our secondary characters tertiary characters everybody and we'll start with you Portia I think everyone had a purpose especially like smaller characters like Tony's husband and I guess Dorian like yeah necessary to drive because he became a threat later and just like with Tony's husband he was necessary to know about because he's the reason why she ended up in the situation she ended up in right everyone who was there had a purpose Right. What about you, Alex? Yeah, I can agree with that. I think that she didn't just, you know, just keep throwing a whole bunch of people in. Because there was a lot of people in this story. But I never felt like it was, like, too much or too many people. Like, everybody, like she said, everybody had a purpose. So it wasn't like we were just getting all these extra names to remember for no reason. Right. And, there, there, like, there was never a point where I had to stop and remember, wait a minute. Who's that? Yeah. yeah, like I never had to, I never had to do that, which, you know, and, and this is basically, this is a contemporary romance. It's like, I kind of expect, you know, to have to, it's like you expect the bigger cast in certain genres, and this is one of those genres where a lot of times you, you end up with a huge cast, and it's like a bunch of people there for no reason. But like you, both of you guys said, everyone who was there had a purpose, and I felt like I had a, I don't think any of them felt flat. Like I had a full view, you know, of all of the characters. Like even um like even even the two the two young girls, like Angie is like we meet her dad and we kinda we kinda get a sense of her like of her motivation. We get a sense uh-huh. of her home life. We get a sense like we get to we get to see where she's coming from. And then with um with Trees, you know, I appreciated that I appreciated that she that I mean she was presented as kind of the ratchet girl but we also got it wasn't just left at that like we also got to see her not just be the ratchet girl we got to see that you know he really did hurt her feelings you know she had like she had feelings she had you know she had those emotions just like any other woman would and it's like even though you didn't want Theo with her it's like you understood her and I really really appreciated that um and then, you know, you guys mentioned with Doran, um, this, this was one of the things that annoyed me about Paige. Um, her initial reaction, you know, to the situation with Doran, okay, understood. But then when Doran, like later in the book, when he calls her to try to, to try to apologize to her, she takes it way left. She takes it way further left than she has to. Like she starts talking about, yeah, I'm going to tell everybody and we're going to plaster posters and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I feel like when she takes it there, that's when he's like, oh, but clock this bitch. 
I know about you too. <laughs> you know, and I feel like if she hadn't, like if she had, like she she didn't have a reason to go there. That's like you know what I mean? Like she didn't. She she just went overboard when she didn't have to. You know, and I don't I don't know. Like I felt like Paige did that a lot. <laughs> Paige yes, went overboard. Yeah. But she didn't have to. And I feel like that was something that kind of contributed to everything falling apart. Because right. we didn't, we didn't right. get a full picture of what happened between her and the principal or, let's see, the principal or the supervisor? I can't, I think it was the yeah, principal. Yeah, the principal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't get a full view of what happened there. But from seeing her interact with some of the other people that she didn't really like, you know, I could kind of see how, you know, yeah, I get this kind of information on you too. I, information on you, I might tell it too since you want to, you know, since this is how you want to <laughs> act or since this is how you did me, turnabout is fair play. With with that said, even though that annoyed me, I appreciated it because it made Paige a more full character. You know, it would have been boring for her to be this sweet, docile, like, she just, oh, she's so depressed and she she needs love and, you know, yes, she finds right. it with this young boy. Like, that wasn't this story. You know, that's not what uh-huh. happened. You know, uh, Paige felt very real she felt very well-rounded you know even though she was you know she yeah she would go off on people you know a little harder than she needed to but I've gone off on people a little harder than I needed to before too (laughs) real yeah it made it real it made it very right it made it very very real and so I I really appreciated that as well so this is something that I that like really stuck with me and I want to ask y'all is how did y'all feel about Theo asking Paige to be submissive. I wonder where he got that from. (laughs) (laughs) How you know? (laughs) Right? It's like, it just made me wonder, like, he he mentioned, he mentioned that he had watched, um, that he had watched porn and stuff before because he talked about, um, he kind of talked about Trees in those terms, saying that she, she was wilder than any other videos that he'd ever seen Mm -hmm. or whatever. And so I wondered if that was something that he had kind of, you know, that he had kind of picked up from there. But I wonder, like, you know, is she going to do it? Like, <laughs> where, <laughs> like, where, you know, how, how do we get to this point where, you know, th- this 18-year-old boy, you know, that you're 32 and this 18-year-old, you know, yes, yeah, is, yeah. is asking you for stuff sexually and you're like, okay, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, they already went far enough as it was. By yeah. that point, yeah. Right. That's that's true. You know, it's like we've we've done it. We may as well live it up. <laughs> <laughs> but they really just gonna go to Key West though? Like that's just gonna happen. Right. That, <laughs> that burnt me up. That burnt me up. Like y'all not gonna like y'all not gonna go to another state or something. At like, least <laughs> at least Right. It's like they did some stuff that was that was just honestly reckless. That's that's how I would describe Paige. She was a little reckless. Like he was reckless in a young way, but she was just really reckless. Right, and you kept you kept feeling like you should know better, Paige. You should know better. Connection, <laughs> like they're two reckless people, so they wouldn't think. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. And I was I was surprised by by Tony's reaction when she found out. First of all, it was funny how Tony found out. How Tony kind of. I knew her. that was going to happen. I swear. <laughs> I swear. That was funny. And then I was surprised that, you know, I was surprised that Tony wasn't like, girl, no, no. But then again, it's like once you found out, you know, kind of Tony's situation, you understood why she wouldn't be, you know, yeah. why she would. Right. Why she wouldn't judge that situation, why she would kind of back off from it a little bit. But, Yeah. <laughs> It this was this was a really really good read and um we have to figure out what we're um what we're going to read next because this was this was this was a really really good read um I was glad that I took a chance on it because I've I've gotten so kind of picky I guess when I'm reading that it takes me like I I don't read a lot anymore like I used to read a lot mm-hmm. because I would just devour you know I would just devour everything especially once you know once ebooks and stuff came around you know and were really gaining the popularity any author that I could find anything that I could find if it was within my book budget I was getting it and it's like now I'm at a place where my book budget is a lot bigger but I have a hard time finding something to read <laughs> and so I was really 
I was really excited, you know, to have finally gone on and taken a chance after Portia was like, get it, you're going to like it. And I wouldn't wouldn't recommend anything, you know, crazy, even though you did recommend um, Sweetest Taboo. I'm still mad at you about that. Uh, Take out out the lamp scene. It wasn't that. I love Sweetest Taboo. I don't know. (laughs) I couldn't. I I couldn't get past. For the sweetest taboo was. Like, he, was he was like a cokehead, so it made sense he was doing what he was doing. Oh, it did. In <laughs> <laughs> Portia, Alex was like, "Wait a minute, Amazon, right now." <laughs> like, but, um, if he was a regular dude and he was doing that, then I probably would have been on some. Mm, but he's he was a cokehead porn director. Like, I, I I think what took me. I think what. What kind of messed what messed my head up was the fact that she wasn't like I don't know it's like she she wasn't the girl she wasn't scandalized enough by it like she wasn't bothered enough by it like she wasn't horrified that he did it but maybe maybe she's just used to that and I should the the book that we're talking about is the sweetest taboo by an author named Risque and don't get me wrong like when the when the book opens up. It's like they're they're this this woman she's in uh, I think she's in Jamaica and you know she's vibing with this guy and the the writing is beautiful the writing is beautiful like I can absolutely say that maybe I need to pick up a different book by this author or maybe I just need to get over maybe I just need to get over <laughs> the telephone court scene <laughs> just need to get past that oh, um, and go back oh, to this book but um. But we we might we we might go back to that. But it's the sweetest taboo by Risque, and it was written um it was written in two thousand seven. But it was it's an, and I can say this it was another one of those that didn't feel old. Like even though I was reading now in twenty fifteen, it didn't feel old. And so um if you're looking for it, we and now we're I know I'll recommend it. I'll I'll recommend it on Portia's Merit. <laughs> and Portia is actually not the only person who's recommended this book to me. Another friend, um, another friend and ever reader, Jamika, actually recommended the sweetest taboo to me as well. Um, so we'll 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 officially recommend it. If you need something to read after you've read Fly on the Wall by Trista Russell, you can come to the Sweetest Taboo by Risque. But um, but yeah, I'm, I'm I am glad that I picked. Um, I, I'm glad that I picked the Fly on the Wall. For right now, I'm still gonna say I'm mad at you about the sweetest taboo. We'll come back to that <laughs> once, I, once I give it another chance. We'll come back around to it and see if we can modify that perception. But um, but thank you so much for chatting with us today about the book. Portia is, like I said, our first guest on the show. We had some technical difficulties getting started, but I am glad that we were able to work it out and have a discussion about the book. Was there anything else that you um that you kinda wanted to add about the book or anything else that you wanted to say about it? Um, no, I just have to say read it. And <laughs> don't be scandalized by synopsis. Like really read it and give it a fair chance. Yeah, I would I think we can I think uh Alex and I can both second, you know, second that emotion. <laughs> To you know, to don't don't get discouraged by the by the synopsis. It really is a good read, and he is legal. He is legal, um, so <laughs> he is Theo is Theo is going to be our we'll call him Jailbait Bay, even though um, <laughs> even though or well, maybe lose your job, Bait Bay, right. Um, yeah but um but it it really was a good read like if you if you well and I was telling I was telling Alex that maybe if if this had been set at a college level you know and she was his professor and he was maybe 20 I felt like I wouldn't have felt so scandalized by it but I don't but you know I think that that that's part of the beauty of the book that she didn't back away from it you know even though it was absolutely taboo she didn't back away from you know from telling that story and you know I appreciate that she didn't make him like oh well he had a late birthday or his mom put him in school late so he's actually 19 you know what I mean like I appreciate that you know she just let them be who they were and and told their story which really was a really really good story and it ends on um it ends on a sweet note without being corny I'm not going to spoil it but it ends on a really uh, on a nice note without being corny and it feels really um it feels really natural and so I was I was glad for that Alex did you have anything else you wanted to say 
No, I think I, I think that people just need to go read this book because, like you <laughs> said, starting off, I was skeptical. I was like, but I kept thinking about it. Like when when it was mentioned in your group, I kept thinking about, man, I should go read this book. Man, I should go read this book. So then when you said something about it, I was like, oh, well, let me just go ahead and get it over with. Like, let me, let right. Me going on. And I mean, I like I haven't read as much lately either. But this was one book like I literally stayed up all night trying to finish. And Me I, too. I woke up the next morning thinking about it like, oh, I need to finish this book because it was that good. And I'm actually like now like, okay, what do I read now? It's like I opened one of my own books and, you know, I was reading that, but I was reading that for research purposes. And, you know, it, it's reading your own stuff doesn't feel, yeah. you know, it's it's not the same thing. <laughs> but now it's like I'm wondering, okay, what do I read next? Like I have to read something else from her in order for anything to you know to live up to this to this expectation because I have samples of several other books on my Kindle and I've opened those and it just like it's like after after you've read about a 32 year old teacher screwing her 18 year old student and <laughs> falling in love with him like how do you follow that up <laughs> right anything else just feels like oh this shit is boring like <laughs> <laughs> it up with um what's it called her other book. It's called Chocolate Covered Forbidden Fruit. I saw that one. I saw that one, and I read the synopsis for that one, and I was like, a pastor? Girl, no. (laughs) Right. So Mm -hmm. I I wrote off the first one because of the synopsis, so maybe I shouldn't, you know. And, I mean, I did just read, you know, we just read Love Belvin um, and Covenant with Ezra, which, and he was a pastor. And I'm trying to think. I saw somebody calling him Pastor Panties. Pastor (laughs) Panties. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. is silly, but absolutely, you know, it's this a silly name. It's funny, but I mean, it is fitting. So I think I shouldn't, I shouldn't, I shouldn't automatically write off the pastors. Pastors are still, they're still men. So maybe I shouldn't write them off. <laughs> yeah, she did a good, she did a good job with that one. I don't remember being like bored or being like, why are we reading about him if he ain't about to do nothing? Right, right. So maybe, maybe that will be my next read, but I do still have to wait until I, I gotta, I gotta put some words down. So I gotta hold off. <laughs> Again, thank you for, thank you for, um, for chatting with us today. Yeah. And we are actually going to go ahead and sign off because I think we have been talking for quite a while. So, <laughs> and I, I am hungry. I can't speak for. <laughs> Anyone else? I am hungry, and I know y'all don't want me smacking in your ears. So, um, as always, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. I hope you have a great day, and hopefully, we will. It will not take us um, another three weeks to get right to get another podcast out. Me and Alexandra, we're gonna we're gonna find something to read. I gotta save Trista Russell for when I um. That's that's gonna be my reward. For reaching my milestone, but we'll have to find someone else to read. That's wait, that sounds so horrible. We'll find somebody else to read, and in between, time, <laughs> right. it's not gonna be a reward. That sounds so horrible. No. Right? Hopefully, y'all know what I mean. You know that we'll we'll find something else in to 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 chat about, and maybe once a month, you know, we'll do this where we chat about a book or something like that. But in any case, thank you guys for listening, and we're out. Bye, guys. Bye.